Dennis Allen has made another decision. Well, I mean, it's not really a decision. It's status quo. And, you know, you don't want to change anything when you're the coach of a 3-7 and seven football team. You're going to stick with Andy Dalton. Why wouldn't you? The Red Water Pistol, he's going to be great this week. We're going to talk about it. We're going to give our best bets because we're going to keep winning you money. And it's going to be a happy, happy, joy, joy, datitude. Coming up next. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Way out, New Orleans. And hello to all my friends elsewhere, banging their heads against the wall. Over. And over again. That's what we're doing right now. Banging our heads against the wall. I keep repeating myself. But the Saints keep repeating themselves. We keep doing it. You know, nobody learns any lessons. We have learned, though, that this is Datitude. Episode number 117 for a Thursday, November the 17th, 2022. And I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times-Picayune, The Advocate, and bet.nola.com. I mean, I know who I am. You know who you are. And Dennis Allen, if he hasn't figured it out by now, is working his way towards being on the unemployment line real soon. I I mean, I couldn't help it. When I heard the news yesterday, I don't usually like insta-tweet, react-to-tweet, whatever you want to call it, but I couldn't help myself. I heard the news. I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was Uncle Big Nick, who's coming on the show in a little bit to give us his best bets of the week and my best bets of the week in about 10 minutes, uh, tweeted me with some something. Uh, not tweeted me. He messaged me with some tweet he saw, and it was from some source I never heard of that Dalton was starting. I'm like, I don't believe it. I mean, even Dennis Allen's not that stuff. Nice guy. Seems like a super nice guy. So how can a nice guy be that stubborn? What in the world, what on planet Earth would make you think that this is a good idea? Andy Dalton is starting again for the New Orleans Saints against the Los Angeles Rams. Well, baby, Jameis Winston's not healthy. I don't care if he's got one arm and one leg. I know what we're going to get. Look, how many times can I say this? Those of you, I'm I'm sorry I repeat myself. I really am. Those of you, I got a really nice email. In fact, you know what? The last two weeks I've gotten several nice emails, which is unusual. And I got to be honest, I don't know how to handle nice emails sometimes. Usually it's you're an idiot, um, you're a moron, how do you have a job, those kinds of emails. But I've gotten several emails the past couple weeks agreeing with me, and I haven't mentioned all of them, but one of them was from a guy named Michael Brown, and I hope you're listening today. Um, I told him I would give him a shout-out Friday, but I couldn't help but say it today. He's uh, an expat, um, 
lived in Nola for, I'm assuming he grew up here, and he's been living in Seattle for almost 30 years. Still a diehard Saints fan. He, he calls himself an old dad. I mean, those of you who've been listening to me at all know what I call the, the, new, the new dads or the, the people that jumped on board, you know, when the Saints started really doing well and they made that run to the Super Bowl, maybe even 2006 when they went to the NFC Championship game for the first time. The guy, the people that went to the store, grocery store during Saints games um, before 2006, the people that went to the park and fed the pigeons, people that went to the mall, people that went, uh, I don't know, whatever. You know who I'm talking about. You, you know them. And if you're one, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. You're a new dad. It's okay. I mean, it's good that the Saints have sold out every game since, what, 2006 or whatever it is. Um, so it's good for the city, good for the team. We thank you for buying season tickets and making it a sellout so we can see them on TV because let me tell you, you know, when I was growing up, you didn't see the Saints on TV when they were at home. Very rarely. It was a super treat. I'm like, wow, the Saints are on TV and they're in the Dome. You didn't get to see that very often. So thank you, New Dads, for helping them sell out the Dome. But um, Michael Brown uh, says he appreciates me telling the truth. Well, I mean, not, not everyone thinks I'm telling the truth or the way that it is. I remind people that I tell it, I mean, like Phil Anselmo says in the open, I'll tell it the way that it is or at least the way that I think it is. And again, repeating myself. I don't know how many other ways to say it. What, what else, what other kind of way can you say it? What would possibly make Dennis Allen think that this is the right decision? It's one of three things. You can only, I mean, you can email me at jderrytheadvocate.com or you can tweet me at Jim Derry Jr. if you think of another reason. I'm all up for reasons. And look, we'll read your reasons on tomorrow's live show with Jeff Duncan every Friday, 9.15 on all the NOLA.com and bet.nola.com social media stations. And if you don't catch it there, you can catch it afterwards here where you're, wherever you get your podcast. But every Friday I'm with Duncan. And so we're gonna be, I'm going to be asking him this question. And I'll be happy to read your response in the air. But I think it's one of three things. Tell me if I'm wrong. Number one, Dennis Allen is trying to get fired. Now, who would try to get fired? I don't know. I guess there are people that have been trying to get fired. I mean, I don't personally know any of them. But I'm sure there are people that have tried to get fired, and I'm guessing they've been successful. It's not that hard. I mean, even these days when people are looking for jobs, I mean, jobs are readily available. Maybe he wants to go work at Starbucks. I don't know. Maybe he wants to, maybe he's got a decoordinated job somewhere lined up. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, that doesn't seem like the most logical reason, but hey, if you're stubborn enough to start Andy Dalton at this point, you may have a good reason for it. That could be one. I'm just throwing it out there. The second possible reason, and this one I doubt even more than the first one, that Andy Dalton has some kind of like scoop on Dennis Allen or Sean Payton's little clipboard holder. It's, I mean, now I talk about Dennis Allen seeming like a nice guy. Uh, Andy Dalton really seems like a nice guy. So I doubt that. And even if he had some kind of scoop, I can't imagine he would hold it over someone's head. 
That it doesn't seem that doesn't seem to be his MO. But it's possible. I mean, there are a lot of things that happen on a day-to-day basis around here. Around this city, around this country, that I don't see how it's possible, but it happens. So maybe he has some kind of scoop we don't know about. So that's probably the most unlikely scenario. Number three, and I think is the most likely scenario, that Jameis Winston did something to really, really piss off this coaching staff. We saw that he came out, and if you haven't seen it, Mike Triplett, who worked for ESPN for a long time, worked here with me. We were colleagues for quite a while at the time speaking Mike Triplett um, sat down with Jameis and got him to open up and he gave out this expose, basically. And in it, he says something along the lines of, and I'm like highly paraphrasing here. If you haven't seen it, you can go check it out, New Orleans Football. I'm not sure what their web address is. Not that I'm going to give out web addresses of competitors. Uh, but, but Mike's been on this show several times, and we're good friends. Um, that Jameis says that he was promised that he wouldn't lose his job due to injury. And that when he was healthy, he would be back in there. And that he was the starting quarterback of this team. And you don't need any more proof than that to see what kind of contract they gave Jameis Winston before the season. A two-year deal. And by the way, Jameis Winston counts for $14 million of cap money next year. So if they don't do anything with him, they either cut him, and if someone picks him up, I think the Saints are still on the hook for like $11 million of it. Then you're eating $11 million to go with the $60 million you're eating with Lattimore and Mike Thomas. Which would mean, I mean, I'm no math, math genius, no mathematician by any means. But when you're talking about $72 million of your salary cap being eaten up by three guys that may or may not be on the field next year. And I know you're probably sitting there going, wait, what? Marshawn Lattimore? What's, what's? I'm telling you. I, something up with Lattimore. I hope he doesn't go into Mike Thomas territory. You know, and I'm noticing that there are other teams that have this problem. You cannot give long-term contracts anymore. You just can't. I don't know how, how you solve the problem, but you can't do it. You can't give these huge, long contracts. Now, I guess four years in the grand scheme of things is not that long. But I think three has got to be the max from here on out. You want to give somebody a lot of money for three years? Go ahead. But you can, I don't think you can get... You certainly can't give five-year contracts like you gave with Mike Tom. It's hamstringing this team. So I, I digress. But I think this team is stuck with Jameis Winston. And I know Jeff Duncan says no. Oh, no, 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 no. I think Zach Ewing said the same. No, 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 no. A lot of people, no, 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 no. You're not stuck. How can you not be? Who are you going to go get? You're not going to have the money to go spend on a quarterback. You don't have the money. So you're going to have to get super lucky in the draft and you don't have a first-round draft pick. Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. So Andy Dalton's going to retire when the season's over, one would think. I mean, he's 35 years old. And what have you seen that would make him want to come back and face this crap? I mean, he's got guys like me on his back, and I like Andy Dalton. 
I think he's had um, probably, what's the way I would describe Andy Dalton's career? I would say slightly above average. He's going to the playoffs a few times. Um, nothing special. And I thought when they brought him in, he was a great backup quarterback. And I, I still think he's a good backup quarterback. He's certainly better than anything the Saints had last year. I mean, you could talk about Taysom Hill being, Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. Andy Dalton's probably better than Taysom Hill. And if not, they're what and what. I mean, at this point, I'd probably rather see Taysom Hill only because I'm tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. But to not start Jameis Winston, but he's not fully healthy. How do you know he's not fully healthy? He's telling me he is. He's telling us all. He's, he's healthy. He's ready to go. He's been ready to go for weeks. You could see him on the sideline. Nobody goes and talks to him. I don't even know who that is that he stands next to, but he stands basically by himself. So obviously, there's something going on with the team, but I can't imagine that, you know, Zach told me weeks and weeks ago that his, you know, from everything he was hearing from our Saints people was that the players wanted Andy Dalton. And I don't even deny that that's true. But I can't imagine there's a single person on this team right now that would be upset if they went back to Jameis Winston. I cannot fathom that after what they've seen. Not a single person. No one's going to say anything anyway, so we may never know. But you caught little, you caught little glimpses of things being said during press conferences. The point is, for Dennis Allen to make this decision is just plain, flat-out stubborn. There's no other way to describe it. That's why I think it's more likely of the three scenarios I told you. And don't laugh when I say someone's trying to get themselves fired. I mean, he may know at this point, he may know he's fired. I mean, there's no reason to make a change now. You're three and seven. You make a change. It's not like this team has something big brewing for him next year. You know, it's not like he is, he hasn't earned, I don't think he's got to the point where he should be fired now. That doesn't do any good. There's not someone on the staff that I'd be confident in that could take over and do a better job than, than Dennis Allen's doing anyway. You're not going to do like the Colts. They brought Jeff Saturday. Who are you going to bring back? Zach Streif? Make Zach Streif the coach? I mean, don't laugh, Drew Brees. I mean, at least Drew Brees knows Sean Payton's offense better than the clipboard holder. He'd probably call a game better than he would. He certainly would run the ball more than 15 times against the 28th-ranked run defense in the NFL when you got Alvin Kamara. There's all kinds of issues with this team. There's no question in my mind. I, I haven't seen a team, a Saints team, with this many issues in a long, long time. Even Jim Hazlitt's teams. They had their issues, but not like this. I mean, you can't, you can't count Hurricane Katrina here. Everybody, I mean, that, that's, that was a cluster, you know what. But this team is not together. And it would have never, ever happened under Sean Payton. Ever. He wouldn't allow it. That's the one thing, and you hear Cam Jordan talk about that and kind of mumbling through what he's talking about. It's kind of, it wouldn't happen. It doesn't happen. 
That's what a good coach does. Part of being a great coach is keeping a team together. You go through a couple losses here and there, and you keep a team together. And at this point, you know what? If the, even if the team doesn't want Andy Dalton, you put your big boy pants on and you say, you know what? I'm tired of saying the same old crap. I'm not watching this anymore. And you stand up and you say, we've got to make a change. I'm sorry, Andy, but we've got to try to go with Jameis. And I know maybe he's been a dick, but I don't care. So, and maybe he has been a dick. Who knows? I don't care. I simply don't care. And even if they win this week with Andy Dalton and they win 16 to 10 or whatever, who cares? That's not going to do you any good. You're going to go into San Francisco and get your asses kicked. You're not going to San Francisco and winning. And I don't know what Tampa team you're going to get the week after that before your bye week. But there's no reason to make a change. And here's the, here's the worst thing. I could see this happening too. The Saints lose this week with Andy Dalton, at quarterback. Then they go and put Jamison against San Francisco. Going to get their asses kicked. I don't care if you go dig 32-year-old Drew Brees out of retirement. I'm not talking about this Drew Brees. I'm talking about the old Drew Brees. Or the younger Drew Brees, I should say. The Saints aren't beating San Francisco. They're not going to stop Christian McCaffrey, and they're not going to do anything against that defense. They're just not. So you start Andy Dalton this week, you lose to the Rams, and then you say, okay, now we're going to make a switch. Oh, great. Throw him in there against San Francisco and Tampa Bay. Beautiful. So you can look like you were kind of right. That's not going to make you any more right. It's, it's truly, it's frustrating. So when I tweeted out, I'm done, I'm done with this coaching staff immediately after I heard the news yesterday. Again, I don't, I don't do react tweets. I usually wait. And that's why when I, on Mondays, when I do my, you know, when I write my script for Monday mornings, I usually wait. I don't usually write it right after a game, unless it's at night and I don't have a choice. But I usually wait until the game's over at 3. I usually wait until 9 or 10 o'clock at night to write it. Sometimes I wait till the next morning before I even come on. Sometimes I wing it. But I don't like to react like that. But I couldn't help it yesterday. You know, it just, when things don't make sense, and I mean, even the, even the haters now are on, on the train. Yeah, let's make a change. I mean, I have people, I have friends of mine who were like making fun of me and telling me how wrong I was about making the change weeks ago, being on Jameis Winston's side, weeks ago, and they've come around and, and say, how can he not make the change? They don't necessarily acknowledge they were wrong, which is okay. That's your way of saying you're wrong. I get it's hard to say you were wrong. Some people are still on the Andy They. My, my favorite is the ones, and I said this the other day, my favorite is the ones who say, who are on the Andy Dalton train, and he sucks so bad they can't defend him, but they hate Jameis so much that they're not going to back Jameis. They say now that it doesn't matter. Saints of line stinks. It, do, it doesn't matter who quarterback is. You don't know that. You're just saying that because you refuse to say it's 
that they should make a change. That's the only reason why you would say that it doesn't matter. Because if you're saying it doesn't matter, then you would have been saying it doesn't matter five, six weeks ago. You weren't saying that then. Now it doesn't matter because you know you were wrong. And Dennis Allen, at least, I will say this, at least you're saying it doesn't matter. Dennis Allen is saying it matters, and he's going with Andy Dalton anyway. Good luck with that. Do the Saints win this week? I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen this week. The Rams are in a, they're playing a team, I don't get the line. The Saints should not be four-point favorites over anyone. And I mean anyone. They shouldn't be four-point favorites over the Texans. No one. There isn't a team in the NFL that should be four-point favorites over right now. I don't get that line at all. Someone's going to have to explain it to me. Because Matthew Stafford looks like he's coming back to me, everything I read and see. And I know they don't have Cooper Cup, and their running game stinks, and they're in the same boat as the Saints. But Sean McVay's not going to let them play like they've been playing. That's the difference. Again, the Saints might win, but... If you want to lay four points and take the Saints, have at it. Is that part of our best bets? Kind of. And I think I guess it's time we get to them. And I'll wrap up the show with a closing thought or two. But uh, it's our best bets of the week. We have done fairly well. I had my first losing record week of the season at two and three. But my two best bets won, so I still won money. Plus 16 on the week. So we keep the train rolling, and we hope you keep listening, and we'll wrap it up when we're done. Again, one of our picks does involve the Saints. Not going to tell you which one. You have to listen. And we also talk about LSU and Tulane in our pick segment coming up here, and then we'll be back. Making picks. That's what we're doing. Making picks. Winning picks. Kind of. Sort of. That's what we're doing. I mean, yeah. I mean we're we, here to we make got, money, not, not have a good record. Huh? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we got good news and bad news from last week. The good news is we made everybody money if they went by our amounts. The bad news is if they bet the same on everything, they lost money. Yes. We had, I had my first... Losing record of the season, but I still won money because my two best bets hit. You hit your big $18 to win 77 Yukon Moneyline number over Liberty. Let fighting, me just say I won a lot more than that on that in my well, own we, bets. <laughs> we know. You, you haven't bet it. You wouldn't bet $18. You'd bet more than $18 to watch a turtle race a rabbit. Is it my tortoise? Because I, it's yours. I bet my tortoise. Yes, my tortoise is kind of fast. I mean, the misconception of them being slow is really bad. Yeah, you you would you would bet more than eighteen dollars for you to race Doctor Dom. Yeah. I mean, you'd probably get plus six hundred. So I'd have to. I mean, but you would still bet more than eighteen dollars. I mean, I've bet three dollars before, but it was the free bets that they give you. Yeah, well, I mean, that's about the only way you bet in $3. All right, let's get into it. Again, we both went 2-3. and three. I was plus 16 for the week. You were plus 27 for the season. I am 34-16 and 16 at plus 287. If you would have told me at this point in the year it was going to be plus 287, 
even I would have told you you were out of your mind. So it's just one of those years where things are going right. I've been hitting with my teasers. That's I've been making them my best bets. And why stray from what works? You are 23 and 26, minus 94, with the caveat of week two, you just blew your whole wide, lost 110. So if you take that out, you'd be positive money. But we can't take it out. So therefore, here we are. Before we get started, I got a question for you. What's up? What do we think is, I said in my monologue, it's one of three things with Andy Dalton starting this week. Either A, Dennis Allen is trying to get fired. B, I mean, he's trying to get himself fired, by the way. B, Andy Dalton has some something that we don't know about, some kind of like book that we don't know or some kind of blackmail, which I seriously doubt because Andy Dalton seems like a really cool dude. Or C, Jameis Winston is so far in the doghouse that he can't even he can't even get a great Dane to uh, to scoop him out of there. Is Jameis? I mean, do we know he's one hundred percent healthy? I don't care if he's fifty percent healthy. First of all, he says he's healthy, which is all I need to know. And Dennis, does Dennis Allen look like he's having fun? No. He looks miserable as all hell in the sidelines every game. Wouldn't you? I would, but the whole wanting to get fired thing, I, I could see that. I mean. Like, I, I can't believe they gave me this job. I got to be honest. I, I, think, I really think he's going with the um, advice from Sean Payton's little clipboard holder. Yeah, I mean, it's just Jeff Saturday looks more prepared than Dennis Allen does. And Jeff Saturday was, I mean, the only coaching he's ever done is, from what I understand, is high school. And. What's your take on everybody crushing the hire? Crushing the no, I don't crush the hire. I mean, I, I, look, I defended. But everybody's. I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to say nah. I don't do that. I said when they brought Dennis Allen in, I thought it was the right hire because. No, I was talking about Saturday. Oh, just Saturday. Okay. Um. You know, I think it's weird. Um, but I, I I'll say this. I I do think that. Ursay probably thought he could bring Saturday in. Here's your chance to be a head coach. We're never going to pick you for the real job, but you can finish out the season. It's not like you they do gave him a two-year contract. Like, all these broadcasters and former coaches and players, like, saying he's got to go through the ranks. He's got to pay his dues. He's got to – did Bill Cowher go to the, broadcasting the, school and become an intern at a local radio show and then become a Oh, but that's different. I mean, you got it because of your name. Yeah, but broadcasters aren't going to sit next to a former football coach and try to give them the business. I mean, they it's did. a difference. I no, mean, they, they, they crushed this. I mean, they. No, I'm talking about, you're talking about coaching-wise. I mean, it's different. I will say this. Didn't look like the players gave a rat's patoot if Jeff Saturday no. coached before. No, they and he's respected. On. I mean, everybody loves him. Yeah. and he's, You give uh, him he's, a shot. I mean, also. Also, what people don't understand is, and it's easy to say from the, if you don't have anything to do with the Colts or have never been a Colts fan, but, I mean, Jeff Saturday was was lore. I mean, that'd be like if Drew Brees came in and coached the Saints next year. I don't think anybody around New Orleans would, would say no, that's a No, it's just the thing. people outside of it. Right. So I mean, if you're as an long Indian, as I got to hear Dan Orlowski break down what's wrong with Tom Brady, it shouldn't matter right. what happens with Jeff Saturday. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, a person like Dan Orlowski is on TV 
telling me what's wrong with Tom freaking Brady. Well, Dan Olavsky, didn't he play for the, the Lions? Yes. He was well, absolutely yeah, I mean, terrible. Oh, he, so, I mean, he just never, he was misunderstood. The only person to run out the back of the end zone before Garoppolo joined the club. He could probably coach the Saints right now. I mean. He could probably play quarterback for the Saints. That's right what now. I mean, play quarterback for the Saints. <laughs> All right, enough of that. I don't want to bring everybody down on this Thursday morning because we want to win them some money. So um, we want to get back on the win. Well, again, we're not really off. It's pretty cool, though, when you when you have a mediocre week, a disappointing week, and you still make money. So if you can have a disappointing week and still win money, that means you're doing pretty good. So that's what we're going to try to do. And we're going to do as we always do. It's our five best bets of the week. In incremental order, we have allowed ourselves to spend up to $110 per week. Well, basically, basically $100 with juice is the way we look at it. It might be a little bit more. It might be a little bit less. But you're allowed to spend $100 a week on your bets, which is not something you normally do in real life. So you can multiply all these bets by 10 probably. Anyway, for me, this, no, is, about, this is about what I do. So... We're, we're on, on real pace. So we're going to start with you. We're going to start with your your all-college this week. Again, we don't know what we're each other's picking. We can judge each other's picks whatever way we want. You're all-college this week. I'm all-NFL, which means that obviously we don't have any crossfire. We don't have any same picks unless, you know, we're doing a parlay with an NFL team and a college team with a seriously doubt. You go first. You're $11 pick. I can't do that because I can't wait, like, yeah, the no. way I bet, it's nuts. I know you couldn't. You couldn't I, I, do that. I, I bet all the 11 o'clock games, and then I'll bet all the 2.30 games. Yeah, you like, got to know now. Instant yeah, gratification. I, I can't do Saturday and Sunday. It would kill me to sit there and wait yeah. the whole day. I know. Um, so. uh, I'm going to give a little warning. Don't don't turn this off when you hear who my first bet is because it's absolutely disgusting. It's UMass plus 33 and a half. 11 to win $10. That's why it's my smallest bet. They play at Texas A&M. Texas A&M hasn't scored 34 points all year against anybody. I know UMass is terrible. They haven't played UMass. It doesn't matter. They haven't played in the SEC. And they've been playing mediocre teams, too. But don't you think they've been looking to take out their frustrations on somebody? No. They don't. They, they can't. They can't. I think, if, I think if UMass kicks a field goal, they cover while well, UMass might not kick a field goal. I mean, 34-3. That's all I need. I mean, it's just all right, it's too it's many your, points. It's your 11 now. As they Super Bowl next week, you know they, they prepare. Are they watching any tape on UMass this week, or are they just preparing for LSU? I have no idea because Jimbo Fisher's probably got two, a foot and a half out of the door. Right. I, I read his buyout. His buyout is absolutely retarded. They don't care. Those alumni don't care. They, they got really don't money. care. Yeah. yeah, and so Jimbo doesn't care either. He'll just take the buyout and go right off into the sunset. I'm just but, counting on UMass not getting shut out. Like, I just don't think I, – I can't see them winning, like, 35 nothing. All right, well, I can't endorse this pick. No, I don't, you can't. Nobody gonna, can. I, I'm not going to go against it, but uh, I'm certainly not going to bet it. Uh, I think, again, A&M could be ready to take out their I'm definitely betting it, but I'm not putting it in, like, a parlay or anything like that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, for me... I'm not taking the money line either, so... Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Uh, my five... Well, I guess one-star pick. Uh, my first pick, my $10... It's ten, It's a $10 bet, by the way. It's an alternate line. Uh, no, it's not an alternate line. It's actually the real line. It's just minus 100. Um, the Chicago Bears 
over the Atlanta Falcons. I think um, the Atlanta Falcons have started their slide. We expected it to come from week one, and it didn't. They've actually played well the first, they played well the first, what, six, seven You're weeks You're betting on Justin Fields. I am. I'm betting on Justin Fields because Marcus Mariota is that bad. Um, who knows how to defend a running quarterback better than the Bears defense? They, they see it every day in practice. And I was trying to look, go back and see how Atlanta does against running quarterbacks. Well, they haven't played they're any They're terrible. They haven't played any this year. They haven't played any. In history, they're terrible. It's like a, uh, I don't know what you call it. Michael Vick uh, reverse? Yeah, that's what I was, I was trying to figure out the words to say. <laughs> a um, payback for having Michael Vick all them years run on everybody. Yeah, so I just, I don't, I think the Bears are the better team here. I don't understand this line, really. Um, the way the Bears have been playing. I know they lost to Detroit last week, so that probably changed some things. But to get a bargain at minus three, because it's even money to bet. I mean, plus three. I would say minus three. It's plus three. Sorry. Plus three. Not and they're in three. Atlanta, right? It's in Atlanta. It's plus three. Oh, in the dome? They got to catch Justin Fields? Yeah, so he's going to be running Justin on Justin Fields is going to be 60% owned in fantasy this week. Jesus. Yeah, he's well, been, sorry. He's been to DFS, like, they're going to build a statue for him as many points as he scored in DFS well, for quarterbacks. Atlanta's defense has been pretty bad lately, and I think they're ready to – I would just wait for him to get down on the downside of that hill to bet against them. This got to be an over game, huh, with these two I would defenses. say. You, you certainly can't bet any Bears unders. Yeah. So you either bet the over or you don't bet anything. But So, yeah, I would I would. This say game's going to be, be chalky as hell in DFS. Yeah, well, there you go. So Bears plus three, even money over Atlanta, ten bucks. That is my first pick. Moving on, your pick number two. My pick number two is a money line bet of plus two thirty-five. I'm putting fourteen dollars on it to win thirty-three. Bedlam. I'm taking OK State to beat Oklahoma because Oklahoma is absolutely terrible this year. They're one and six against the spread in their last seven. And Spencer Sanders is a really good quarterback that's been kind of banged up for OSU, and he's back. He's healthy. I think he's going to run all over this Oklahoma defense, and I just think they're going to win this game. Oklahoma State is plus 233 against Oklahoma? Plus 235. Yeah, they're minus seven and a, I mean, a seven-and-a-half-point dog. That's insane. That's a stupid line. Yeah. Oklahoma's terrible. If Oklahoma didn't have Oklahoma on their jersey and they weren't at home, it wouldn't be seven and a half. All right, well, this is one of those ones where I fully endorse the pick, but I probably won't bet it because the line's too good to be true. That doesn't make any sense. I know Oklahoma State hasn't been a world I think they, they might have did the line based on Spencer Sanders not playing. Okay. And they haven't adjusted it yet, but he said he's fully healthy. All right, well, that's a weird bet. That's a weird line. I mean, I don't know how you can't. You either bet Oklahoma State or you don't bet now. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You can't bet on Oklahoma. They're terrible. I mean, I got bit with this with Texas last week, trying to be right. too short. But you get you get a thumbs up on that one. All right, I'm going to go back to the well <clears throat> for my next pick. Um, I did it a few weeks ago and said it was my bet of the year. I don't feel nearly as strong about it this time, but I still like it. The New England Patriots, Patriots minus three over the New York Jets for $11. Here's the reason why I backed off a little bit. Anything that seems too good to be true, sometimes, not always, sometimes is. Bill Belichick has won 13 straight games against the Jets. Of those 13 that he's won, all but one of them were by more than three points. And the one that he didn't win by more than three points, he won by three points. Um, the Patriots are cover machines. Not only do they win, but they're cover machines against these Jets. Um, and the Jets, 
have lost six games in a row coming out of their bye week. They're, wow, all, that's all week, bad. All week long, all week long for the last two weeks since they beat Buffalo, they've been pounding their chest saying, we're great, we're the New York Jets, we're, we brought pride back to the Jets, and now they're going to get And that's the last thing people are going to remember. Exactly. So and now Mac Jones is terrible. Everybody's yeah. gonna be on the Jets. I think Mabel will be on the Jets. Only it's only three points. Would they forget failed? You're not betting with Mabel this week? Oh no. I learned my lesson last week. I can't wait to see when she shows up at Thanksgiving dinner next week. I'm like, oh, what no, you're gonna have for her with the Cowboys last week. Oh, if she comes in, I'm going in the backyard. I got my TV <laughs> in the backyard already. She could she walks in with her fruitcakes, I'm I'm out. I'm walking in the backyard. Um, I'm not gonna. Let I her. even mentioned that last week. I said you could be so mad if you. I'm not gonna let her convince me to bet on Detroit. It's not gonna happen. Uh, but we'll talk about that. Oh, by the way, programming note: next week we're doing the show on a Wednesday. Uh, we're not working on Thanksgiving. All right. Um, so there you go. New England over the Jets. It's like free money. We'll see if it happens again. I'll go to the well with it until it doesn't hit. But not like last time when it was my bet of the year. This is not my bet of the year. It's just an eleven dollar bet. New England minus three over that. By the way, the last time they played at the Meadowlands, what, three weeks ago? New England was a three-point favorite over the Jets. Yeah. Does so someone explain sense. to me how the Jets got four points better in three weeks? Because they, they beat Buffalo. Yeah, big deal. Did you that see the weather in Buffalo before. this week? Yeah, it's supposed to be have like three feet of snow between I, today when and I, Sunday. As soon as I see that, I bet the under. Don't. I, it's going to be I gone did. by then. Yeah, you're going to lose that. It's 48. It went down to 41. I don't care what it was. I got it at 48. Uh, we'll see. I think Buffalo's going to score a lot of points this week. We'll see. I think they're going to be pissed six off. six feet of snow? It's not going to be six. They're going to have it off the field. It's supposed to stop snowing before then. It's going to be all around the field. I don't think it's going to be during the game. But I could be I, wrong. I, Buffalo can't run anyway. Uh, we'll see. All right, moving on. Your pick pick number three is for 22 bucks. I'm taking Kansas plus nine against Texas. I think Texas is off the big disappointment from could have beat TCU last week, but didn't. They played like crap. I mean, they only gave B. John Robinson 12 carries, which he's like the best running back in the country. I don't know why they've done that. Kansas has covered the last five versus Texas, and we all know Kansas ain't been good except for this year. Rock, and, Chalk, Jayhawk, baby. Zach Ewing will love it. Yeah, he will. It's, make a, sure it's you basketball get... season, so they all fired up over there. Make sure you, when we do the Bayou Bet Show, make sure you type in Go Jayhawks. Uh, this afternoon. Okay. Just to get his goat. <laughs> he hates and Kansas. Kansas is four and zero and one against the spread at home. The only thing that scares me about this is Texas is three and zero against the spread following the loss this year. So they might come out angry, but I just think Kansas is better than nine points against Texas. All right. Well, if this is one that I neither endorse nor dissent. Um, I'm not, I don't bet a lot on Saturdays anyway. And that's not one that I'll be reaching out to bet. So I'm going to see what your – I can't wait for your next pick because you got, you got a money line bet, I think. Or do you have a parlay? No, the parlay's next. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear that one because I may you're bet gonna, that. You're, I, I'm going to get you on the parlay. Uh, i got a bunch right. of stats for that one. All right. My next bet is a $22 bet going back to the NFL. And people are going to say, what? Talking about Aunt Mabel. I am – you want to ask me if I was going with – I am so far off the Aunt Mabel train when I make this pick. People are going to be wondering what I've got in my Starbucks cup this morning. Um, I got the Houston Texans plus three over the Washington Commandos, whatever the hell you want to call it. I love it. 
Everybody. I'm betting the money line. Yeah. Every, I'm going to bet the money line, too. I'm going to bet the money line in the spread. Uh, plus three. Everybody and their grandma is going to be betting on Washington this week. How can Washington only be a three-point favorite? They just beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, it's a perfect letdown spot. And really, the Texans, they ought to be able to run a little bit. I mean, the, I almost called them the Redskins. I'm, you know what? I don't care. They almost, you know, they can ought to be able to run on the Redskins. The football team, I don't care what you call them. Call them whatever you want. They're going to lose this week. This is going to be one of the upsets of the week, and people don't understand this line. I think it may go to three and a half before the game starts. Uh, If it does, then you definitely jump on that three and a half. But uh, that's my pick. Houston played good last week, too. I mean, they've been They really haven't played horrible. And I went back and looked at their scores. They're they're really only a couple games. The Giants tried giving them every opportunity when they They did, they just didn't take it. They did. They don't know how to take it. That's the problem. Right. But I could see I could see them finding a way to win, taking a lead did like you, midway through the fourth quarter and holding on. Taylor Heineke's nothing special. Did you uh know Ron Rivera's mom died the week before that game last week? I didn't know, but I had uh ESPN in the background the other day and I saw that he was crying in the locker room, so I figured yeah. something happened. Well, I mean, you're coming off that big win, divisional opponent, that emotional roller coaster right. that he's been on. Right. I could definitely see them just taking this game. We're going to have emotional roller coaster in my next pick as well, by the way. We got another emotional roller coaster pick. That's coming up, but that's just a little tease. We're going to go to your pick now. Oh, you bet on pick, Andy Dalton? You're, no, definitely not. Would you uh, rather have Dalton or Simeon? That's, I'd rather have Dalton. I'm not going to go that far. You know, this is two years in a row where you're just totally crapping on Saints quarterback. Well... I will say this. At least Dalton has – I feel like Dalton could win a game, okay? <laughs> I, even though Simeon did win a game or two or whatever it was, I never felt like he could win a game. You never went uh, into a game thinking – No, that well, they – I mean, if Simeon would be with this team, this would be a whole oh. cluster bleep. I mean, <laughs> there's no way. You I think mean, it's bad. They won with Sean Payton last year. It wasn't because of Simeon. Yes. So, if Dalton would have been the backup last year, they would have gone to the playoffs. So that's a whole nother story. All right, uh, we are moving on. You got a parlay for thirty bucks to win seventy nine. It's two overs. I'm taking the Tennessee over versus South Carolina. I have no stats on this. I just think Tennessee is going to try and score seventy against everybody that they play from now on, just like they did against Missouri last week. I said they'd put up seventy. They put up sixty six. They were still throwing bombs up like forty, <laughs> whenever they were up, trying to score all the points they can. They look really good for the committee. Uh, the other one is USC UCLA over 76. I know it's a high total. These two teams scored 95 points last year. UCLA absolutely annihilated USC 62 to 33. I know um, Riley wasn't there, but UCLA is horrible against mobile quarterbacks. Okay, USC is ranked 97th in yards per carry, given up on defense. UCLA is number one in yards per carry. Everything these two defenses are bad at, the other offense is good at. So I, I this this game is just going to be an up and down shootout. I can see it like 61-58. Like, I just think you never told one. me Tennessee-South Carolina over. 66. 66. That's a lot of points. And Tennessee might get that by himself. Spencer Rattler playing? Doesn't matter. Okay. Just wondering. Um... I don't know. 
I, again, here's another one I don't I neither endorse nor dissent against. Um, I don't know what Tennessee's mind's going to be like right now. I think they're kind of in a weird place. Um, they they aren't. South Carolina has played some pretty decent football, better than I thought they would play. Um, and Tennessee's but their in a weird defense isn't great. Tennessee's in a weird spot right now. I think they got all the hate out of their system following their loss to Georgia. So. They could just be like ho hum business like and just win. I could see him winning thirty to twenty. I don't think that's his nature. I don't think that's in his nature. Like he's a fast pace, going to put up as many points as they can type of. Sometimes though, those things are not in the in in the coach's control. I I, I could see them just kind of like because it's not the finale. If it was the finale, I'd be more inclined to say yes. They got one more game after this and. So if it was a finale, I'd be more inclined because they want to leave that lasting impression. That it scares it scares me that they could come out flat and not score a ton of points. And actually, South Carolina, they don't score a lot, but their their defense is decent. I think that's a high number. But I'm not going to bet against it. I wouldn't say no, don't bet it. So I defer to you when it comes to college, and that's your pick: Tennessee, South Carolina, and and USC, UCLA. I like that over for sure, seventy six. I think they uh, scored more than 95 like they did last week. I, last year, I think it's, uh, I I think it's going to be ridiculous. And I know you like USA just because UCLA pounded them last year, right? Yeah, yeah, I like the their side. Yeah, and they the last hope for the for the Pac-12 to get in any type of playoff. They're not getting in. They're not getting in, but they're the last hope. I mean, they're not going to they're not going to go past Tennessee. So and this parlay's 30 to win 79. All right. Well, we talked about emotional uh, moments. Did you see Derek Carr crying last week? Oh, my God. Like a little baby. Yeah. What the hell was up with that? I don't know. I mean, I, I know. I know. I mean, I guess if you're a Raiders quarterback, you have reason to cry. But uh, he's crying about his players giving up on him. I mean, people are shooting stuff into their bodies, he's saying, and all the stuff they got to take just so that they can go to practice. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? You trying to get a, a, an investigation launched launched against your team? I mean, I mean the Raiders getting enough trouble yeah. on their own. Yeah. Sixty players for the know. Raiders got drug tested on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, that's not the kind of stuff you say. I mean, none of the Saints players up there crying because Michael Thomas is always hurt. No, this might be the first time all year I've bet on Denver. I have to go back and look. Um, but I this is one of my top plays, single plays of the year. Denver's not, defense is so good. Denver's defense is excellent. And um, did you I see the stat that if Denver's offense would have scored twenty points all year, they'd be eight and one? No, I didn't. That's yeah. pretty sad. Uh, which is the opposite <laughs> of the Carolina Panthers. Um, I, I just think that um, I think Russell Wilson has is has started to play a little bit better. And I think unlike a lot of teams in his position where they're going nowhere and they just kind of like play out the string. I think he has something to prove the rest of the way. Um, now, look, he's going to be the quarterback next year. I don't think anybody has to worry about that. But I think he has something to prove. And I think he starts here. I think Vegas is on a, going to be in a tailspin. I think uh, Joshua Daniels is is a one-and-done guy. I think they're going to – they might only finish with four Some wins. Some people out. are just better as coordinators. I mean – Yeah. They... Yeah. You think? <laughs> I didn't set that up for anything. That's a whole nother story. All right, I got $33 on that one. 33 to win 30, Denver over Las Vegas. And we each go to our best bet of the week, and you're first. I'm taking Navy plus 16 and a half. 
they play in UCF. UCF's coming off that big, huge win against Tulane last week. And Navy is 5-0 and against the spread as a double-digit dog this year. I had them last week against Notre Dame, not on here, but I bet it. And they're 4-0 and against the spread on the road. I, I just, these, I don't see Navy getting blown out here. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, I do think that UCF is in a weird spot, so I would think that they're not going to fare all that well. Um, and he, he plays service academy teams and all the running, like they, they just eat up the clock. Especially it's this time of year. When, yeah, especially this time of year when the defense is, if you, if you keep the defense on the field this time of year, you could definitely start getting worn out a little bit earlier than usual. So yeah, I can I see mean, that. Last, last week I had Navy plus 17 and a half against Notre Dame and Notre Dame got out to like a 28 point lead. I might get I five I was, bucks on a money line. I thought I was dead, and then, like the second half, they just dominated. I know all the, all the Tulane people told me how good UCF is, I'm, and I wanted to say, and I don't mean this to be super mean, but I'm like, how would you know what good is? You remember when Tulane was ranked and LSU wasn't? Yeah, oh, that was fun times for a yeah. week or so. For a week, yeah, that, was, that was great. I, I'm, I'm really not trying to be mean. I'm serious. I, I mean, no, I, I love Tulane tonight. I think they kill SMU. Well, how, 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 how would you bet know, that tonight? But how would you know what good is? I we mean, don't. they say they're really good. They got such and such. I mean, you don't know UCF's what good is. UCF's been terrible this year. Yeah, I don't think UCF is very good. I might, I seriously might put a couple bucks on the money line. So I therefore, am. I endorse the pick. Navy plus 16 and a half over UCF for 33 bucks. That is your top bet. My best bet, I'm, I'm, why buck what's been working? The teasers Teaser. have been working for me. I, I've, been, I've, I've hit five in a row now. So why give up now? So I had to find the right one, and I think I, I found... suck at teasers too. It's so bad. Well, just I tried it for a year. Play. All right, here's what I here's what I have for you. Um, I'm going to save the last leg is the best leg. The first leg, Minnesota's getting. I, I don't understand why Minnesota's getting so disrespected. I mean, could someone explain to me why they, they the keep... same as this Washington win? They coming off the game of the year. They ain't gonna be having a letdown. Minnesota's eight and one. I know, but. They still yeah, you don't off. have a letdown when you're eight and one. It's different than when you're just a mediocre team. I mean, Pittsburgh was eleven and zero one year, and they weren't that good. I I I just think I think Minnesota. I said from the get go, I had Minnesota as a potential NFC champion from the get go. Well, I mean, so, I bet Minnesota to win the North, but so that's looking pretty good. I still think they're an NFC champion type team. If if playoffs started right now, I don't. Well, they they would be the two seed because they. Lost to if the playoffs started right now, they play Frisco. Frisco is the last team in. Yeah. Seattle's gonna is, would be the division winner at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that ain't gonna last. No, it's not. You said right now though. So, okay, I, well, I just I, seen the I just seen the bracket like twenty. Also, minutes have a lot of money on San Francisco. I also, have a lot of money on San Francisco to win the division, and I'm already counting my money for that. Actually, I can't count the money. That money's gonna offset all the money I'm gonna lose on the Saints on over the Saints. seven and a half. Yeah. So anyway, Dallas to me isn't that great. I don't understand what everybody's love for Dallas. Um, they lost a 14-point lead to a team that they lost five in a row. By the way, I don't like Green Bay this tonight either. I, I think Tennessee. Oh yeah, I love Tennessee tonight. I was going to uh, ask you at the end who you like tonight. Yeah, so I mean, I'm getting off topic here, but um, I got to take Tennessee. I don't like to bet road road teams on a on a Thursday game because it's a short week and you got to travel, but. I, I just don't see how you can bet Green Bay. 
just because they had a good fourth quarter against Dallas doesn't mean they're back. And everybody's going to bet Green Bay. Oh, yeah, back. Exactly. Exactly. Derrick Henry's going to run for 200 yards. Exactly. So, anyway, first leg of my teaser, Minnesota was getting one and a half, which means in a teaser you get seven and a half. So, give me Minnesota's plus seven and a half. The other leg, the Los Angeles Rams plus 10 over the New Orleans Saints. I don't, I don't understand that line either. Matt Stafford's going to play. Yeah. I mean, Cooper Cup's not playing, but so what? The Saints suck. They're, they're a team in disarray. You tell me that the Saints are going to – I don't even get the spread. How are I, they favorites against anybody? Exactly. How? I mean, even – maybe if they played the Texans at home, they might should be favored. But you lost by 10 at the Steelers. And, and it should have really been worse if the Steelers I, it had should, a kicker. definitely should have been worse. It should have been way worse. It should have been – at the minimum, it should have been 17. At the, at the minimum. So, I don't know. I don't know. I what... had the Pittsburgh money line, so I was so mad when he kept missing all the field goals. I'm like, am I going to lose this game because he can't kick? Well, I will say this. I was going to stay away from the Saints altogether this week, but when he named Dalton the quarterback, I'm like, okay, well, that does it. That, that does it. I'm, I'm done with them. I mean, you got to take you the You think Rams. he keeps him in? Like, if he has three or four bad series, does he go to Jameis? I think there's something. Some... I think there's something behind the scenes that we don't know about. And there's a reason why Jameis Winston talked open and candidly to Mike Triplett uh, a couple weeks ago and told him the whole his whole side of the story. Yeah. I'm sure he did leave some of the stuff out, but there's got to be something going on did behind the scenes. Did he find in his locker or something? I don't know what's going on. That, that, but Dennis Allen obviously doesn't like Jameis Winston or Pete Carmichael, or they both don't like him. I don't know what it is, but something's going they on. They play Taysom. Yeah. I think Taysom gives you a better shot to win than uh, Dalton. I think they're just being stubborn. I this mean, is true. Yeah. I think that's what it is. So we'll see. So that's my my top, my best bet, my teaser. Again, five in a row. We'll see if we can make it six. Minnesota plus seven and a half over Dallas. The Rams plus 10 over New Orleans. Um, I don't bet teasers, but I, I do like this one. I mean, I, I just don't. Look, even if the Saints win, I can't see the Saints winning. Double by 10. digits? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they beat the Raiders 24 to nothing, but that was a weird week. The Raiders were having illnesses. I think that was the beginning of the end for them. I think the Rams after last week, and, you know, McVay, they played so bad last week, not only because Stafford wasn't in there, um, but, you know, McVay's grandma died that week, and I think there was a lot of stuff going on. That It was kind of their give-up week where they knew they weren't going anywhere. I think now they get things together, and I don't, I don't see how the Saints are going to move the ball that well against that, that defense. Is this the worst year by Super Bowl champion? It is actually. I think. I think they said that to this point, it is the worst year uh, yeah, ever so. for a I Super Bowl champion. So yeah. All right, Uncle Big Nick. Uh, we got uh, LSU UAB. Before we go, uh, I find this is a trap kind of game, sandwiched in between. You know, Arkansas. I like, the, I like UAB. Yeah, I think I do too. I think this if it's over two game. touchdowns, I like them. I mean, that, that running back for UAB is really good. He might better keep the ball out of LSU's hands. Yeah, do you like the um, under? What is it? I didn't even look. I don't know what it is, but I mean, generally, do you think it's gonna be a lower scoring game? I just don't think. Yeah. I think LSU's gonna be super flat. I think so too. I, I, that's. I mean, I'm actually gonna parlay UMass and UAB this week. Yeah. Okay. Because they they're both playing each other next week. Well, I mean, what I'm scares me, I guess, for game. LSU is they've heard all week about how they're in the SEC title game. You got AM next week. They know they got to finish it off against AM. Even though it's Brian Kelly. 52 Ke- and a half to over under. 
Okay. I I just I think it's I think it's going to be low. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a low scoring game like 24 to 14 or 24 to 7. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I I I'm not going to touch the game, but I but I don't like LSU's spot right here for sure. I, I don't I don't bet on LSU games unless I really have a good like pulse on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if I think I know more than like Tennessee. I, I knew Tennessee right. was going to crush them. I bet Tennessee. But and then LSU, I knew Ole Miss was going to get killed, so I bet LSU. But I, I tend to stay away from games just to bet LSU. You know what I mean? Like unless right. it's there's some kind of edge I see. Well, I would take UAB as well. I'm not going to bet it. I was forced to take it in the Carvel uh, picks, and I took UAB. Um, I don't like LSU this week at all. But we'll see how it goes, and uh, we will talk to you next week. A special. And I do like Tulane tonight. So you do like Tulane. I'm not. Yeah, SMU is like a big. Big play uh, offense. Yeah. And Tulane has a really good defense. Well, A, I'm I'm doing basketball for VSN tonight. And B, um, when I get out of there, I'll have it on the Green Bay Tennessee game. So I won't watch this at all. No, yeah, I'll, probably, I'll be betting Tennessee and Tulane so, tonight. Yeah, I'll have that on the car on the way home. All right, Uncle Big Nick, a special Wednesday edition next week. Um, so we can. Let everyone eat. I'll probably have NFL games next week because I like Thanksgiving betting. Okay, well we don't have. I don't like it just because I get to eat. But have we had any head? I think we had one head-to-head game, right? Or no? Yeah, a couple weeks ago I had Washington. You had Minnesota. Okay, who won? You did. Okay, just making sure. I don't go head-to-head with you in college. I'm not that dumb. I have (laughs) learned. It took me. It's taken me about ten years to learn to stay in my lane. That's how long it's taken. I have been doing. Really, really well with like big underdog money line bets. Really, like I oh. had the last. I had the Jets over you, Buffalo. Look, had, all you give me on Saturdays now is your lottery ticket. I don't want just want your six leg money line parlay. Give me some of these been, big money lines. I've been hitting five winning. out of six all year too. It's been miserable. Yeah, I bet. And one, if I bet one. five, I hit four. <laughs> so, well, send me something. I mean, this Saturday I'm going to be cleaning well, hey, out the garage last week. Day. You should have bet that. That was plus four six. I should have. You did tell me that. You did give me that one, and I didn't bet it. I don't know. I can't force you. Nope. You can only give. That's what I say in poker. You bet your two dollars to win four dollars and seventy cent or whatever. I can't make you bet your 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 pocket threes. I can only (laughs) give them to you when I'm dealing. All right. I'll do it. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, I would tell you happy Thanksgiving, but I'm gonna talk to you before that. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Talk to you later. All right, bud. Uncle Big Nick is a lot more fun than the Saints. That's saying something. I'm just kidding. I tease. I mean, I'm not joking about that. Uncle Big Nick is definitely more fun than the Saints. But Uncle Big Nick's a lot of fun. I've been to uh, Saints 49. Uncle Big Nick's a big 49ers fan. I'm on his train this year. I, uh, I'm hoping my 49ers bets offset the losing bets I made with the Saints. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bitter with that. But I'm not, you know, you know what, you know why I'm bitter, I think? And, and here's why Sharps get bitter. When they hold grudges. Sharps hold grudges. And I don't usually when it comes to betting, but they do. If they bet a team big one week and they let them down the next week, they hate them. And I think a lot of these Sharps must have bet like, must have bet big on Tennessee or Minnesota somewhere along the way and let them down. Because the Sharps hate Tennessee and they hate Minnesota. I don't get it. But whatever. But look. I I've, I don't bet a whole ton of futures usually, but I did not see how the New Orleans Saints could not win at least seven and a half games going into the season. 
And then we saw life without Sean Payton. And I'm like, oh, that's how. Oh, you forget things. And when every single media member had the Saints winning at least nine games, I'm screwed. This bet's screwed. You're not winning this. I don't know what's going to happen here. Anyway, it's been a long year. All right, a long year and a short year all at the same time. Is that possible? Well, it has been. Um, are the Saints going to go to four and seven? I don't know. I think they. I think there's a decent chance they win this week. I think out of principle this week. I mean, I don't want to give away my pick. I mean, if you, my NFL picks column is out. If you want to go read it on bet.noah.com again. Um, we have been way in the positive this year with our picks. Way, way, way in the positive. So if you're if you're betting on my best bets, you're making money with me. And I hope you are. I mean, that's the point. That's what we're here for. Um, our best bet percentage did dip to, I think, 68%, which is still really, really good and probably unsustainable, but still really good. So we'll probably, you know. I, I, look, if I finish above 60% for the season with my best bets, that's insanely good in the betting world. If you go a year and bet 60, and win 60% of your bets, that's not something that's going to happen every year, I promise you. No matter how good you are at analyzing and finding values and whatever, you're just not going to do it. Even the best of the best over the course of time will win 58%. If you win 52%, you win it. You got to win 52 to 53% depending on what you bet. If you do that, you're going to be successful. But again, most 98% of the people that I know that do this are doing it for fun. I know people who do this for a living. And uh, it's funny because they always tell you the ones they won. They don't want to tell you the ones they lost. That's the funny part. Not all of them. Most of them, though. But we'll keep trying to win you money, and um, you know what? We'll take out our more frustrations on the Saints tomorrow. I can't wait to hear. Jeff Duncan is usually the voice of reason, the guy that talks me off the ledge. You know, look, I'm a realist. You know, Zach was giving me crap yesterday uh, in a text thread about, oh, here comes Derry Downer again. I mean, look, I'm a realist. If they're good, I'm going to tell you I think they're good. If they suck, I'm going to tell you I think they suck. I tell it from, I try to be as neutral as possible. It's impossible to be neutral because basically what I am here is, you know, I joke about Dave DeCorvey being the common fan. I mean, I I don't lie. I root for the Saints. I mean, when I'm in the press box, you don't hear me. You don't see me. I don't pump fist. But I'm a realist. I, I call it the way that I see it. And right now, the way that I see it is, you have a stubborn coach making a decision that's going to get him fired. And I don't even necessarily want Dennis Allen to be fired. Although this decision kind of changes my opinion a little bit. I don't root for anyone. I got to be honest. I've been fired. I don't root for anyone to get fired. You know, people can sit at home and say, oh, I can't wait till they get rid of that bum. I mean, that's a, that's a human being over there. So I don't root for a, human be- a fellow human being unless he's just an asshole, which Dennis Allen is not. I don't sit here and root for a human being to get canned. It's no fun being not having a job. Even if you have a lot of money like Dennis Allen has, it's no fun. 
I mean, you know, I've been laid off and brought back to this company. Um, I've been laid off three different times and brought back all three times. One day it's going to come. The, the fourth time is going to come one day. I'm a realist. I hope it doesn't come until I'm ready to retire. So I don't wish anyone to be fired. But man, you're making it hard for me to watch this team. I mean, this job is, is to, my job is to analyze what I see. And I mean, my main job is to tell you what I think you should, if you're going to play the, play the bets, what my best bets are and help you win a little money to have some fun with. And we're doing this to have fun. And the Saints' job is to help us get away, escape reality for three and a half hours on a Sunday and have a little fun. And when you're making decisions like that, we're not having any fun. It's one thing to try as hard as you can and you lose, and people can live with that. And you're like, this team has some promise. I know they stink, but they have promise. I mean, think about the Detroit Lions. Think about the Chicago Bears. I mean, those teams stink. But their fans have a reason to look forward to the future. I think even the Houston Texans, they're probably going to get the number one pick in the draft. I think they have a core that can make them better. They're going to get a new coach. Lovey Smith is not there for a long time. I mean, you think about some of the teams across the NFL and who's up and coming and who could be really good coming up. There are a few of them. The Saints aren't one. They're going in the wrong direction. And Saints fans have been spoiled for a long time, and I've been spoiled for a long time. So I guess that's why it's it's not as easy to um, not be harsh on a Monday morning because you want your team to be good. You're used to them being good. You're spoiled. And it's even worse for the new dads who that's all they know. But uh, it is what it is. I mean, look. The Saints can still make a positive out of this season, I think. I don't think they will. I think the chances of it happening are slimmer than 8-1. to one. If they win this week and go out and win one of the next two after that and they're 5-8, and eight, they're not going to go to playoffs, but they still have a chance to finish, go into the bye week at 5-8 and eight and finish strong and give people some kind of hope for the future. And Dennis, I said it the other day, Dennis Allen can still save his job. Not being stubborn and starting Andy Dalton isn't, isn't going to do it. So we're kind of hoping against hope, but it still can happen. We'll have to wait and see. Prove me wrong, Saints. Make Monday fun. We'll see. And we're going to see with Jeff Duncan tomorrow. Um, again, uh, all the regular NOLA.com and bet.nola.com social media stations at 9.15 on YouTube, Facebook, and on the NOLA.com Twitter page live at 9.15. If you don't catch it there, you can come back and catch it here wherever you catch your podcast. We will talk about, you know, we're going to have to talk about it. Andy Dalton slash Jameis Winston. It's going to be talked about. Dennis Allen going to be talked about. And the matchup with the Los Angeles Rams. We will all preview it. We'll probably talk a little bit about LSU. We'll probably touch on Tulane's game tonight against SMU, their final home game of the year. And, of course, we will touch on the New Orleans Pelicans, who have had two good home games in a row as they try to 
get back to where they want to be, and they're close. Uh, see what happens when Zion comes back pretty soon. But that's going to wrap it up for today. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. Green Bay and Tennessee, take the Titans, but don't do it big. We like the Titans tonight, not the Green Bay Packers. Well, uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning and talk more Saints. Peace and love, my friends. Look at them yo-yos, that's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the end.